be glorified. Be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be glorified in the heavens. Be glorified in the earth. Jesus. Be glorified in this temple, oh Lord. Jesus. Jesus, be thou glorified. One more time. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified in the heavens. Be glorified in the be glorified in our midst, O oh Lord, Jesus, Jesus, be thou glorified, we declare that be glorified in the heavens, be glorified in the earth, be glorified in our midst, Jesus, 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you so much. Oh, how many of you feel the glory of the Lord around us today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, precious Jesus. We have to be conscious of entering into a new season. How many of you know we transited into a new season? How many of you know that? Yes, sir. We transited and there are activities, there are actions required for a new season. You don't just enter into a new season the same way. Hmm. That crown that was taken 
has been gotten back. Hallelujah. I repeat, that crown that was taken has been gotten back. You would understand in the coming day. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. One of the things Amen. about the prophetic is the ability to pick signals Amen. from the depths, to pick signals of things that are in the realm of the spirit, even though they are not clear to you. But your ability mm. to log into a frequency and pick up signals, ability to pick things going on. Hallelujah. I announce clearly we're in a new season, everyone. We're in a new season. <laughs> we're in a new season. Thank the you, glory Jesus. of the Lord is being revealed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Heavenly Father. This month, you, I've said that it is a month of rest. And I'm going to explain. Because I'm not just going to say a word and then just, uh, we we'll just begin to confess it. You need to have understanding of what the season entails. Entering into the rest of God. Entering into the rest of God. Hallelujah. And we're going to be reading Amen. the entire chapter, Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, the entire chapter. So just follow me carefully. Huh. Welcome to those that are joining us for the first time. Uh, glad to have you here. Be rest assured that your life will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost for a bit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> In Jesus precious name. Jesus precious name. Amen. 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 Cynthia is uh, Shala with you. Today is her day. Yes, she is. Uh I think so. Um please confirm quickly. Today is her day. Amen. Just confirm that we'll come back to it. Just let her just be around. Today is her day. <laughs> Ah, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So let's begin. Let her just be around. When, this, when the wind blows, then we need Hello. Hello, good evening. Hi, Shala. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay, welcome. Adishala, I do. I'm here. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Mama. The Lord said, today is your day. Amen. Hallelujah. And I understand perfectly what it means when it starts to speak that way. Let's just follow the Lord and see where he takes us. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you very much. All right. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. 
a requirement to enter into rest. There is a requirement. For unto us, gospel preached. Uh, you can um, mute your mics then when I did us talk. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Are we together? Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, right? But the word preached did not profit them. Why? It was not mixed with faith in them that heard it. Follow carefully. Entering into the rest of God is not necessarily all dependent on God. We have a role to play, and I'm going to explain it today. They were preached the same gospel that were preached, but they did not mix it with faith, so they could not enter. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said. For we who have done what? Believe. We enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath. If they enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. So what's the scripture telling you? That God has been staying all these activities that are going on. There are activities that are taking place in the state of God's rest. Hallelujah. Are you following me? All these activities going on are functioning from the place of his rest. Meaning... God is yes. still resting. Er. Yes. <laughs> He's still resting. Yes, and sir. things are running. Things are happening. His rest. In this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, come into the state of refreshing where things are happening, but you are not making any moves. I'm not saying you are not making physical moves, but I'm saying you are not making any move. I'll explain further. Seeing therefore, verse 6, it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not because of unbelief. So the first thing that will hinder you from entering into the rest of God is unbelief. Are we together? The first thing that will hinder you from entering into the rest of God is called unbelief. Unbelief. And the scripture, the verse we read before said that because they, be, they did not mix the word with faith, they could not enter. So unbelief. Again, he limited a certain day saying in David, today, after so a long time, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice. Hello? If you will do what? Hear right. his voice, hear his voice. not your hearts. If you will hear his voice, 
Do not harden your heart, unbelief, hardness of heart. We, we, dealt, we dealt with that last uh, week, right? When we're concluding faith, the enemies of faith. We dealt with that extensively. Harden not your heart. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day? There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. So he's saying, if God has given them rest before, why was he saying there remains another rest? For he that is entered into his rest, he also had ceased from his own works as God did from his. Then he said, let us labor. Our work should not be laboring for many other things, but let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. What made them fall unbelief? Let us strive to enter into that state of rest. He said, even as God did from his own day, God is still in that state of rest. Say, so let us labor. That means there are activities required that we must do to be able to enter into that rest. I want to ask a question. Are you not tired of laboring for day to day? Are you not tired? Are you? If you are enjoying it, you don't need to I'm respond. Tired, I need to chop life. The rest is not chop life. <laughs> Goodness. I need to relax and be taken care of. Come on now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. That's where there is a rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Then he said, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. Many of us have quoted this verse, I included, quoting it in the morning, noon, and night. But he's explaining something. He said, let us therefore labor to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Why? For the word of God is what? Quick, mm. powerful sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Why is it saying this? Let's go to verse 7. Verse 7, he said, again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, today, after so a long time, as it is said, if you will hear his voice, had been not your heart. What does his voice say to you? He says his word. Why? Don't harden your heart when you hear his voice. His voice declares his word and is explaining the word of God is quick, is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to pierce even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow. And it is a discerner 
of the thought and intent of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to be, Jesus, our great high priest. Nothing is hidden before him. There is no darkness in him. Everything is plain as day. Your secret things that you feel like no one can see you, in fact, they are watching it in 16K display. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. This word that we are speaking is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. All things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Jesus, our great high priest. Seeing then, verse 14, that we have a, a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the son of God. Hallelujah. Let us hold fast our profession. Let us hold fast our what? Profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, find grace to help us in time of need. The people of God say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Who is sitting on the throne of grace? The Lord God Almighty. Jesus, our high priest. Am I communicating? There is a rest available. Unbelief will take you out of it. Hardening your heart will take you out of it. His word is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. What is he saying? To enter into the rest of God, your ears must be open to hear his voice. Am I communicating? Your ear must be open to hear his voice. And then you don't resist his word when it comes to you. Secondly, you don't have a high priest who is not moved by the feeling of your weaknesses. I'm tired today. I can't pray. He knows. <laughs> he slept on the boat. He was tired. So he can intercede with the Godhead. God may not understand because God cannot be tired. He doesn't have the capacity in him to be tired. But Jesus will say, Father, there's something called tiredness. When I was there on the earth, there was a day, Papa, I tired. <laughs> so I understand what she's going through. Am I communicating? Look, picture this, picture this. We have a high priest who is the Lord Jesus Christ, who, who, who was in all wise, tempted as we are. He went through all temptations that we went through, but yet without sin. Why? He had to fulfill that requirement so that he's qualified to give me his righteousness. I'm not excelling by my righteousness. My righteousness as a filthy rag. So he exchanged my righteousness. Gave me, gave it to me. And now when I stand and lift up holy hand, Jesus is who the father sees. So he sees me as he sees Jesus. Why? He made us joint heirs. The same level. 
So for me to enter into his rest, I must understand that, wait a minute, I'm not just laboring by my strength and energy. I have a high priest who is interceding for me in heaven. <laughs> who is interceding. He said, therefore, come boldly. Don't come with fear and trembling. Mm. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Who is sitting on that throne? Jesus Christ. To obtain mercy, find grace to help in time of need. Let me explain something to you. Bible says, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8, if I'm not mistaken, that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Please check that out if I'm correct. That's scripture. 2 Corinthians 9, either verse 8 or verse 9. That God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Let me explain that scripture. What you require is grace. Some of you don't require money. You think you do, but you don't. What you need is grace. And there are many people who are custodian of these graces that you require. So when you're going through some things or you are trying to enter into new measures of God, and there are people who are walking in that grace already, God will connect you to them so that that grace can flow into your life. Am I communicating? God will cause you to meet these people that are custodian of these graces. And then, that's why I say, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Find the grace you require to help in time of need. Suddenly, coincidences start to happen. And then you meet some people. And then, how many of you know that there are some women who, all their children, they have nine boys. And all of them have jobs. How many of you know there are people like that? And they are selling firewood somewhere. There's another person who has good health, but to find job, he had. The strength that you see in people is called grace, that they have been graced with, right? And now, that scripture, it says God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Mm. So one of the things that happened, God was saying that in response to giving, when he said, God loves a cheerful giver, Right, And then the response of giving is God gives you grace. He makes all grace begin to locate you. You begin to draw graces. So your work with God, you want to start to hear God. So what does God do? When you start to seek him more, then he starts to he connects you to listen to a message on YouTube. If they ask you, how did you connect to this message? You can't really, suddenly the message just came to you. Hallelujah. I sent you to some here yeah, because here everybody hears God. If you're not hearing God, that means you're first lesson. And today you will hear God. Amen. Praise God. So God Amen. sent you to Amen. a community like this or to a people or to a message online. And then immediately you start to listen. Suddenly, like, this is what I'm looking for. And then you receive and you partake of that grace. Am I communicating to people? Hello, are we together? Yes, sir. So he's telling you, for you to enter into the rest of the world, your ears must be open to hear his word. Secondly, do not fight 
Do not harden your heart. Do not resist his word when it comes. Thirdly, do not have doubts. Unbelief. 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 Do not have doubts. Because there is a rest. God is in rest. And God said, this is our month of rest. What does that mean? That means, he said, labor to enter into that rest. How do you labor? By gaining understanding of what to do. Gaining understanding of your, your, your role to play. He's telling you, one, do not see. You have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. Let us hold fast our what? Profession. For Profession. we have not an high priest which cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmity. Can somebody give me the Passion's translation of verse 14 and 15 quickly? Passion's translation. Let's see what Passion says. Anybody? Anybody got it? Passion's translation, quickly, quickly. Hebrews chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 and 15. Kofetia. Oh, today some people's life is going to be transformed. <laughs> so then, yes, we must cling in faith to all we know to be true. Mm -hmm. For we have mm -hmm. a magnificent king priest, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, the son of God, who rose into the heavenly realms for us yes. and now sympathizes with us in our frailty. Mm -hmm. He understands humanity. For as a man, our magnificent king priest was tempted in every way just as we were, we are, and conquered sin. Hallelujah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You see that? Let us hold fast our profession. What, what is there about profession? Let, let, let me tell you what profession means. It means an act of declaring that one has a particular feeling or quality, especially when this is not the case. Hold fast to your confessions. Hello? Hold fast to your what? Hi. Confessions. Hold fast. He said, we have a high priest. The Passion's translation say he went into heaven for us. He's there on our behalf. He's a high priest interceding. I've told you the story of when Jesus appeared to me and he was interceding on my behalf. The intensity of his intercession. Even me that they were praying for, I was like, this is too much now. He's there on your behalf. You are, you have a high priest. That should give you rest assured. You should be rest assured. It gives you assurance that there's somebody interceding on your behalf. I asked a question during one of the teachings. I said, why do you worry? Why do you worry? Do you know the answer? You worry because you don't know that there's somebody watching over you. Mm. That's the truth. 
Hello? That's the reason worry. That's the reason worry. Let me show you. Go to Kipafreni, Psalm 121. Psalm 121, verse 2 to 4. Psalm 121, verse 2 to 4. You worry because you have you, you are not conscious that there is one who watches over you. Psalm 121, verse 2 to 4. My help comes from where? The Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Steve, he that keepeth so me, shall neither slumber nor sleep. Hello? If he's not sleeping, why, why are two of us awake? Are you seeing how to enter rest? <laughs> if he's not sleeping, he's awake. Then I can sleep. You know, when a parent, when a couple, they are in the hospital watching over their child, they take turns. So this one, you sleep while you're awake. Both of them don't want to be asleep in case something happens. Do you get what I'm talking about? But my keeper, my redeemer, he lives. And he tells me, he that watches over me, he neither slumbers nor sleep. He, the one that watches over me, you being awake, what addition you make? What progress did you make? But he that has the ability to preserve me, he that has the ability to cover me, he that has the ability to protect me, where Yahweh gas, he got my back. <laughs> he that watches over me, he neither slumbers nor sleep. So why should I worry? Why should I fret? He that keepeth Israel, neither slumbers nor sleep. I've shared with you my encounter one day when I woke up and I saw my angel watching, sat just close to me, this distance, not far. Can you see? And was this way, was watching me. He was watching me. He was not blinking. There were activities around. He was not looking at the activities around. His eyes were fixed on me. His assignment, watch over him. Did you know here that he said that he gave his angels charge over you? Keep around him, Give God some credit. He watches over you. He watches over you. He watches over you. He, he, he gives his angels charge over you. I saw the angel watching. This was how he was, staring at me. He, you don't want to know the assurance that I went back to sleep with. Hey, I say, hey, if I can just send text message to one devil to come and test me. Just, just come and try something. Let's, let's see how they will deal with you. Understanding. Did you not hear of a man called Peter? He was locked up, chained. Soldiers upon soldiers watching God. He that was being arrested was sleeping. The guards were awake. And people, we need to upgrade our understanding of the Lord. To enter into his rest is to know that he's got it. Oh, the only time 
that I'm worried is when I don't know he's got it. But once I come into the consciousness of that truth, you will be at rest. Hallelujah. You will be at rest. Amen. You will be at rest. He said, come boldly. He said, he, he was trying to teach you about the rest of God. He's saying his word must be fast on your ears. You must not be void of God's word. His word must constantly be upon your heart. Do not harden your heart through unbelief. To enter into his rest is the ability to hear his word. Why? His word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's quick. His word has the ability to travel through continents in a second, less than seconds. He's able to get there. To enter into his rest, you must know that there's somebody up there who has gone there with your name interceding for you. Let me show you a scripture. Let me show you a scripture. Yeah. Yeah. That's in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 49. Isaiah chapter 49. Isaiah 49 verse 15. Can somebody read it? Someone with a sharp voice. If you are a mother, you have permission to read this one. <laughs> Isaiah 49, verse 15. Oh, yeah, quickly, a mother in the house. Hello. Can a woman forget her sucking child? That she should Wait, not pause, have compassion. Pause, pause. Mama. Can you forget your sucking child? Never. Aha, please continue. That she should, she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, that may for they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Uh, Naya, what, what I say a mother should read. I'm a Everybody. mother now. Pastor yeah, Steve, now yeah, wow. mother in Israel. BPP, you know. <laughs> okay, next verse, verse 16. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Are you hearing that word? Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of a womb? He said, yeah. They may forget because some irresponsible mothers are there. Yet I will not forget you. He said, Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hand. Thy walls are continually before me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thy walls are continually before me. Thy walls are continually before me. He that watches over you neither slumber nor sleep. To enter into rest, irrespective of the challenge, I know my Redeemer lives. I go and my heart is filled with peace. His word are constantly in my heart. I don't harden my heart to it. 
through unbelief. They could not enter into that rest. Is somebody getting something tonight? Today, yeah. if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. For he that has entered into his rest, he also had seized from his own works as God did from his. Let us therefore labor to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Nothing is hidden before him. Everything is plain. All things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him. Seeing that we have a high priest, we, he's our high priest, and now he's telling you from Isaiah 49 that your walls, he, can, he used the most, the most compassionate picture to show you how much you mean to him. He said, can a woman, can a woman forget a sucking child? Not a child that is grown. That she should not have compassion for the son of a womb. He said, yeah, even though she forget, I will not forget you. If at that delicate point, a mother can have the boldness to forget her own child, me, I will not forget you. I will not forget you. So why worry? My friend, what does worry come to do? Worry comes to blindfold you so you don't see his goodness. Worry comes to just cover your view, your mind. Labor to enter into that rest. Why would you enter rest? Because you know that there is somebody, verse 14, seeing then that we have a great high priest, not just a regular high priest who has selfish agenda. This one is gone there on our behalf. Just the way in uh, politics, when someone is voted into office that you voted for, you campaigned for, and you voted for, and the person wins, you are rejoicing because at least you know this one with his integrity that this one will deliver. But that man can still fail you. But Jesus will never fail. He said, we see that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Let us hold fast our confessions. Let us hold fast our declarations. I've shown you that in that teaching, accessing the things prepared. Confess the things that have been revealed. Hold fast to your confession. Confess what he has revealed to you, not confessing anything from the blues. No, what has been revealed. Eyes have not seen, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Then verse 10, but these things have been revealed to us by his spirit. The things revealed, confess it. Calling for things that be not as though they were. Calling for things that be not as though they were. What things was he talking about? The things that eyes have not seen. While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporal, 
but the things not seen are eternal. Calling for those things that are not seen, things that are eternal. Why? We have a high priest that are passing to the heaven. Verse 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. So you don't have to explain to him how you feel. He knows. But was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Because of that, let us come and obtain grace for him who has gone the, the, he, has, he has gone on the journey and has been successful in it, so he can give you grace. I've explained one of the ways he connects you to grace is that he connects you to people who carry the grace you require. Hallelujah. Entering into the rest of God. Into the rest of God. He let them make up in Asia. Why do you enjoy laboring? That's what I'm saying in tongues. When a way of escape has been provided. That's what I said in tongues. Why do you enjoy laboring? When a way of escape has been provided. This labor, let's convert the labor into something productive to enter into the rest, that God's rest. So you, you, you don't get, you don't burn out anymore. You are constantly on the supply of the spirit, the energy of, why did you not hear? If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit that raised up Christ, it will vitalize your mortal body. I'm, hello, am I talking to myself today? He will vitalize your mortal body. That is how you stay in rest. You don't burn out. He vitalizes you. He supplies you energy. Vitalizes you. So are you tired of laboring, striving, let your ears be open to hear his word. Let your ears be open to hear his voice. Don't harden your heart to his word. Don't doubt it through unbelief. Peter was walking on water and then he shifted his focus from the Lord into the reality, what we call reality. Whose reality are you talking about? There are two realities. There is a physical reality and there is a spiritual reality. Whose report will you believe? And I don't just say whose report will you believe just as a statement that we usually make. I'm talking in your heart of hearts. Whose report do you truly believe? Labor to enter into that state of rest. Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. Faith speaking. And Jesus said, come. And as he stepped out, he walked on water. He was operating a reality that was above any reality he had ever been. And the more he was consciously walking in that reality, he was walking on water. And then he took his eyes off Jesus. That's why the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author, 
the finisher of our faith. Looking up, set your eyes as a flint. Wavering not. Set your eyes. Looking to him. As you look to him, you are standing firm. You are standing firm on a spiritual reality. You look away from him. Let me show you something. I didn't want to go there, but let me show you. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Kafetish Kabbalah knows Romans chapter 8. Let me show you this, this reality. Are we there? Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. 2 is my emphasis. Yeah. There is no... Okay. Yes, please go ahead. 1 and 2. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. I've shared the story with some of us, but I'll share again for people who are listening for the first time. I was pressing in, I was praying, expecting an answer from the Lord uh, concerning something, just waiting on the Lord, just pressing in. And there were some angels in my room. And so the, the, the angel brought a word, right? I'm just going to try to explain the spiritual thing. He brought a word in his hand. And then he gave me the word, so I took it. I knew that was not the word I was looking for, so I kept it. I didn't open it. Um, when I say I took it, I, I don't mean that the word was in my hand. I just, I hope you understand what I'm saying. So I took the word, but I didn't enter into it. So I was pressing God concerning the other things I was waiting for. And then when I got that one, then I turned to look at the word that I had received. And the word was division, right? Division. We know what division means. So I, immediately I saw the word, poof, I, ah, I fully grasped everything that the word was saying. <laughs> Spiritual things, right? I received the full revelation. And when I, when I was trying to write it, it took me almost 20 to 30 minutes to translate what I received by poof, just once. You get what I'm saying? I don't know how that happens, but it happened. And I'm trying to explain the best I can. So division. So the moment I looked to division, then the word started to open up to me. Division, double vision, right? Quality of vision, sight, vision, right? And then now the angel was not telling me this, but his message was embedded in this. Jesus Christ, I'm running out of vocabulary. <laughs> now. What was said in the understanding, let me just put it that way. I can look at you and see where you're you are focused on. Let's, let's, let's see that scripture again. Verse uh, 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Two laws, duality of vision. The law of spirit of life. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. One, the law of sin and death. Two, spiritual reality in Christ. Reality in Christ. Physical reality. Sin and death. The soul that sinned will die. Are we together? 
Sorry, you are people on Clubhouse. I'm demonstrating with my hands. Just follow my words. I don't know how to describe that. All right? Hello, can, can everyone hear me clearly? Yes. yes, yes, yes. Law in one hand, the law of the spirit of life in Christ, Jesus. Second hand, the law of sin and death. So, Peter, Jesus was asking them, who do men say I am? And then everyone started to speak. They say you are Elijah. They say you are Elijah. They say you are John the Baptist. Then he turned and asked, who do you say I am? And then Peter tuned into a frequency and said, thou art the Christ, the son, the God. And Jesus was like, whoa, flesh and blood did not reveal this one to you, but my father in heaven. So Peter, at this point, that frequency, he was operating at the realm of the spirit of life in Christ, because that's where you have access to this revelation. Okay? A few verses later, Jesus was telling them about the things he needs to suffer and how he needs to die. And Peter pulled him aside and rebuked him. You can't die. I will protect you. You, you shall not die, but live to declare the works of God. And Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Hello? The same man who was just speaking from the heavens, just now, after a little while, the same man was speaking from hell. So, I can tell, when I look at your life, I can diagnose your life story by where you are looking at what your vision is. Are you focused on the law of the spirit of life in Christ? Or are you focused on the law of sin and death? Because the one you stay longest will reflect your reality. The law of the, there are two laws at work. And you can easily move in and move out. Jesus said, I am, come. When, when he asked Jesus, he said, are you, um, if it's you, ask me to come and walk on water with you. And he said, I'm the one. Come. So Peter stepped out of the boat. Faith was high. Why? He was focusing on the law. He was operating on the law of the spirit of life in Christ. He At that place where nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. That's the realm of that spirit, that law. He was focusing there. And the waters was operating accordingly. He was walking on water because he was focusing and operating on the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And then he removed his focus from there. Remember, I've taught several times, what you behold, you become. What you behold, you become. He took his eyes off the law of the spirit of life. What you focus on sustains your life. What you focus on sustains your life. He removed his eyes from a law that was an impossible statement. How can you tell somebody you walked on water? What's your evidence? Physicians will come. Uh, uh, are they called physicians or physics? Whatever it is, physics people. They will bring calculation to tell you that it is impossible. Why? They are operating at a law in this realm. And in this realm, it is impossible. 
brethren, let me use physical things to explain spiritual things. On the earth, there's the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. Once you get to space, the law of gravity is suspended. What does it mean when you bring an atmosphere of space into the earth? Which law do you think will operate? <laughs> Hello? Am I Hi. Is somebody picking something tonight? Yes. What you are focusing on determines the output of your life. Let's test this out. How many of you have been in that day? Those days, you just wake up. Oh, you are filled with faith. Like anything is possible. And you're just ready to go. And how many, how many of you have been there before? You've been there before? <laughs> What's happening at that point is the law of the spirit of life in Christ. And then you just read the newspaper or you hear something on social media and then suddenly you are, hmm, now only God, now go fear her person for this life. What is happening? You have switched your frequency. You have switched your frequency from the, look, we are supposed to be steady in the realm that we are praying. James chapter one, verse, uh, verse two or thereabouts. James chapter 1, maybe verse 3, 4, thereabout. He said, an unstable man cannot receive anything from God. Peter was focusing on a higher law. The physical laws were suspended and he walked on water. Suddenly, he took his eyes off the law and then focused on another law, the law of sin and death, dual vision. And immediately he did, the law took effect into his life. same man walked on water and sank. The same man picked from heaven and from hell. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. There are dimensions available in the, in, in the realm of the spirit of life in Christ. Blessed be the Lord and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. It's there. So how do we access it? Why are we not accessing it? Why is the blessing just being in the spirit and not in the physical. Am I communicating people? I'm saying this because the Lord told me that the testimonies that we are going to see, it will be too much. You know how I keep uh, pushing you people, testify, share your testimony. I won't have to because we have so much, we can't keep up. But it will not just happen. I have to teach you the ways to make this your reality. It is possible to be in a state of the law of spirit of life. Was how, how do you get that? The Holy Ghost. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. Being filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit. Isaiah 32, 15. Except the Spirit be poured, unless the Spirit be poured upon us from one hand. And the wilderness be turned to a fruitful field. And the fruitful field be counted for a forest. I told you the Holy Ghost is a force. He advances you. He drags you. Some of you say, no, I like the wilderness. He drags your butt and puts you in a fruitful place. And some of you, they, you are there in that fruitful place and you are comfortable. And say, Lord, this is good life. You say, no. He pushes you until you become a forest. 2 chapter 1 verse 20. Building up yourself. Your most holy faith. 
praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, constantly in touch with the Spirit, then you are not wavering. I told I was talking with someone and I shared a revelation that the Lord said. The Lord said, you know, the scripture that said in First uh, Corinthians chapter two, I think the last uh, verse on that chapter, it said, "We have the mind of Christ." How many of you know that scripture? How many of you know that scripture? And what did he say after that? We have the mind of Christ. What is the mind of Christ? The Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Holy. Are you people still hearing me about what I'm talking about? Yes. The mind of Christ is the Holy Spirit. Why? He comes to bring perspective of heaven into your spirit mind. He will show you all things. He will bring to your remembrance. That's the mind. The Bible talks about Jesus and he himself knew what he, he was not struggling about what to do. He was not saying what, the only time he said, my God, why have you forsaken me? Was when the spirit who was the sustainability of his heavenly reality was taken from him. He said, I thirst, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you taken your spirit from me? David had an understanding, a man Years and years, generation before, I think 14, 28 generations before the manifestation of the Holy Ghost dwelling on the inside, he sang, he, 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 he wrote a poem, cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. He man had understanding. By the Spirit, I can peep into the depths of God. Hallelujah. Let's go. Let me show you something. The Holy Ghost is, is dropping the scripture in my spirit. Let me just read it because of somebody. I don't know who that person is. Verse 26. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. You've seen Jesus is not ignorant of your infirmities. The Holy Ghost helps your infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. With groanings that cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. First Corinthians chapter 2. I hope that person is receiving this scripture because of someone that the Holy Ghost is pulling me here. I really need to come here today. Yes, Pastor Steve. Thank you. I was meditating on this yesterday. Aha, uh -huh, so that was you then. You're pulling that scripture in my spirit. Holy Ghost said, shine like this, shine like that. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. I've, I've explained the scripture. Verse 10. But God 
has revealed them to us by his spirit. What is the vehicle through which God will download his thoughts? Hey, scriptures are opening up to me, my God. Isaiah chapter 55. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Oh, Jesus, help me. Is somebody getting blessed today? Yes. <laughs> my God. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. Let me, let me connect scriptures for you now. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and making it bring forth and board, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, Verse 11, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. But the scripture I want to connect for you is verse 8 and verse 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts your thoughts. So God is saying, I don't see from your perspective. Follow me closely. Are we together? Follow me. Confirm you are following me closely. Confirm, confirm, confirmation. Yes, I will follow you, sir. Yeah. Great. So now God is saying that my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Imagine talking to someone that you can't reason together. It, it will be frustrating. It will be difficult to, to tell you something. Like Isaiah coming to prophesy, a virgin will give birth to a baby. How many of you, how many of you are struggling to believe that Mary was a virgin? Is there anybody here that still doubts that Mary was a, was a virgin when she gave birth to Jesus? Anybody doubting? Is there anybody doubting that? Still trying to figure out how can a virgin? Only me says your yes for the doubt, or yes, you can hear me. What is your yes for? Yes, I can hear you. I can't doubt. <laughs> I can't doubt that very was the best. <laughs> so now I'm I'm saying that the explanation I'm trying to give is this: God was saying, My ways are too far, my thoughts are too high. Your ways are my way. We can't reason at the same place. But then, you know what he did? He sent his spirit. I. Some of you are going to love the Holy Ghost even much more. Why? Verse 10. For God have revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things. Yea, the deep things of God. What am I saying? The Holy Ghost was the faculty that the Lord said, let me give them my spirit so that when I speak, I can come to their level and upgrade them to my level. So we meet in the middle by the Holy Ghost. So he's the one that brings understanding. He brings perspective into your ways and makes you see things from God's perspective. And then you are able to understand what God is saying to you. Anybody got that? Yes. Without the Holy Ghost, you, are, you will be lost when God is speaking. You will be lost. Peter walked with Jesus three and a half years. When the smallest test came, 
He denied Jesus. Why? The Holy Ghost was not yet come. Am I communicating? Many of you have the Holy Ghost, but you don't understand the depth. You don't understand the truth of, 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 of the Spirit of God. You don't understand what it is He has come to do in your life. He makes your life beautiful. He transforms you. He meets you in the wilderness. He drags you until you become a forest. He's called the comforter. There is a mystery of comforting. I've taught that many times. I may teach it again. Comfort is not him coming to tell you sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. No. God come to tell you sorry. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. His spirit is the bridge in the gap. His spirit is like the interpreter. You speak Chinese. You speak Japanese. You know, understand each other. I understand two of you. So I collect here and minister here. Collect here and minister there. Is somebody picking something tonight? My God, I feel a rush in my spirit. Yes, sir. Verse 11. So what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. He, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. And then verse 12, my favorite. Now, somebody say now. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, my people, that we might come into full comprehension, that we might gnosko the things that are freely given to us of God. The things of God knoweth no man. Why? His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As the heavens are far from the earth, so are his ways far. But he said, I know what to do. I will give you my spirit. The, thing, the same way, the things of a man, nobody knows except the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. Then he said, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might come into full comprehension, that we might come into full knowledge of the things that are freely given to us of God. Guess what? Verse 13, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. See the part that most people don't like. Verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. For their foolishness to him, neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. I wish I was holding a mic so I can drop the mic. <laughs> The things of God knoweth no man but him. We have received the spirit, not the spirit of the world, that we might come into full comprehension. What are the things that we're coming into? The things that eyes have not seen, 
what ears have not heard, what has not entered into the heart of man, the things that are prepared, but it has been revealed by his spirit. So he gives you his spirit and his spirit knows all things of him. He searches the deep things of God and presents it to you. So suddenly I can just be here praying and I can pick in the spirit that someone's crown was stolen a long time ago. Those are not natural things. A natural man will say, what is he saying? That's foolishness. And then I can still be in the spirit and be talking to you and say, that which was stolen is now found. <laughs> and then the Holy Ghost bears witness in your spirit that what I'm saying is true. So I'm not just choosing words. No, your spirit man will bear witness because the Holy Ghost bears witness with our spirit that we are born again. Understanding, understanding, understanding. Let us labor to enter into that rest so that we cease from our works, cease from our limitations. We read one final scripture. Matthew chapter 11. I believe with all my heart that somebody has really gotten blessed tonight. I believe with all my heart. All my heart. Ooh, Revelation just keeps opening up. Matthew chapter 11. How many of you like the new BPP? This new version. <laughs> version. Version ordained. <laughs> Glory to God. I told people I'll use my ordination and do Shakara Smoavi. Just give me two weeks. When I finish using it, then I'll go back to regular. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 11. I'm reading from verse 20, 28. 28. There's someone here on uh, Clubhouse looking at the serpentine spirit. Um Spirit. As we begin to pray, it's going to crawl out of your life and never come. But you will see it in your dream that it is dead. You'll see it in your dream that it is dead. Amen? Mm -hmm. What about that for you? Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anybody can receive the word. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He is the custodian of rest. 
Verse 29, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is what? Easy and my burden is light. So see what he said. He said, verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. That's what we are doing in Bible study. The more you increase in knowledge of our Lord, the more you grow, the more you can receive rest. As you increase in knowledge, you receive rest. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Do we understand that scripture? Before we pray, I'm going to take some questions. Um, you have questions, contributions, comments, quickly. Uh, let me take some, then we'll pray. And then call it a night. Questions, comments, contributions. Anybody? Aha, yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Um, what do you mean by the law of the spirit of life? Mm. Um, so part of the things that I explained, um, you know, using that scripture was there are two laws that are functional now. When you are born again and you are truly born again, there are certain benefits that are accrued to your born-againism. That's me forming that word. You are operating, you are no longer operating by the law of sin and death because the Bible says the soul that sinned will surely die. That's the law. I did a teaching on that, uh, the mystery of mercy. So it's a deep teaching now. I don't want to repeat it now. It's on YouTube. But that law, mercy intervened into that law because mercy was a clause that the Lord put there. So the soul that sinned, every one of us has sinned. That means if that law was the only law in place, we should have, we are all doomed for death, spiritual death only. So, but God, by his mercy, you know, gave room for John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish as they should, but have everlasting life. So once you are born again, you escape the law of sin and death, right? And then you are on the you know, platform of the law of the spirit of life in Christ. So it's a law that manages the realm. What is that law? You receive Christ in your heart, you cannot die, right? Mysteries are open to you. Let's see Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13, quickly. It will help, it will help give perspective. Shall I hope you are getting, it's getting clearer. Yes, yes. Matthew chapter 13, verse 10 and 11. Matthew 13, verse 10 and 11. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou? unto them in parables, right? Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said unto them, 
because it has been given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it's not given. You see that? So there are two distinctions, the people who are in the light and people who are in the darkness. So if you are in the light, the law that you function by is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And if you are in darkness, you are prayed by the law of sin and death. Praise God. I, ho I hope that clarifies. Yes. Thank you Thank very you. much. Praise. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Any other question? Please ask me question. I'm begging you. We're going to ask question. I'll beg you to. Question. Yeah, hello. Hi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cynthia has a question. Okay, please. Uh, what what's the context of yoke? Yoke. Oh, yes. beautiful question. Yeah, because Jesus was even saying, "Take my yoke." Now, um, the thing that people get deceived by. Thank you for that question. Very important question. Is because people think that getting born again is coming out of there are yokes on both sides. Yoke is like. Um, on, in the dark sense of it, it's a burden. You know, the yoke shall be taken off your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Uh, in, in those days when oxen uh, are used to, or these bulls that are used to move or transport things, you know, they yoke them together. That's why I said, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. So I don't know, I wish there was a picture I could show. So there are two, yes, cats that they are to pull. Thank you so much for that. You know, so they yoke them together. So now, the, if one is bigger than and the other one is smaller, they are unequally yoked, and then it will. Thank you. A wooden cross piece that is fastened over the neck of two animals and attached to the plow. Thank you for that. Or cats that they are to pull. So if they are putting it on a smaller animal, unequal yoke, one of them will die because one will be dragging the other and then the pressure will be overly much on that one. Do you get what I'm talking about? So now in both kingdoms, you are yoked, right? People think that when they are saved from the kingdom of darkness, they are saving them so that they are free. That's the big deceit that people think. Jesus himself is saying in this scripture in Matthew chapter 11, he said, Come unto me, all you that, are, that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Then he was explaining now. He said, I am meek, lowly in heart. These are my, my attributes. You shall find rest for your soul. He said, why? For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. My assignment over you is easy. My responsibilities that the terms and condition of this, my, you know, uh, transaction is light. The devil will put heavy bodies on you. Are we together? Hello? Yes. 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 First, yes. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. Let me show you something. What people Hello. don't understand? Someone Hello. say something. Hello, Hi. yes. Um, my right. name is I, I was the one with the question. Um, yes. So by saying that um, your yoke is, well, his, but Jesus' yoke is easy. Mm -hmm. But that, that means that 
his not, I'm, I'm just not kind of understanding mm. so his trials is it his trials that are easy because mm. that's what i'm not getting okay okay let me let me rephrase the words what he's saying is my terms and condition my terms of contract is easy okay okay all right okay i understand thank you thank you for the very i have had it in my heart to to share something in this regard but thank you for bringing for picking that up let me read the scripture to highlight what i'm saying first corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 he said you were bought with a price you see that for you are bought with a price therefore glorify god in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So he died for you and he made a transaction and bought you with a price. So you become his. Many people think getting born again is licensed. They are now free. They are now on their own. They are now walking up and down. They don't want to. No commitments to God. No commitment to he that bought you with a price. But people, the terms and condition of the devil is evil unto darkness. The devil has come to kill, to steal, to destroy, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You see that? So he's giving you, you know, which option do you want? He, the threefold uh, ministry of the devil, kill, steal, destroy. For me, if you come to me, you will have life and have it more abundant. That's why I say, my own terms and conditions are better. It's, it's easy for you. It is for your betterment. It's, it's, you, it's, it's unto goodness, life eternal. But many people, uh, which one Which one are you asking about? First Corinthians 6.20 is what I, what I read. You are bought with a price. So therefore, honor God. So people just want to live irresponsibly. You don't pray. You don't fellowship with the Lord. You live anyhow because you are saved. No. He said glorify God in your bodies. Why? He bought it with a price. Your body is now the temple of the living God. So you do not get born again just to live anyhow. And after all, God is there for me. Anytime I feel like I just come. No. There are responsibilities. And that's why I read that scripture in Matthew chapter 13, verse 10 and 11. He said, when the disciples were, why are you speaking to them in parables? They are not understanding what you are saying. He said, no, in the, in the contract that I've signed with you, you get to understand what I'm saying. I don't have a deal with them, so I don't need to explain myself to them. Is that so that seeing, they will see, but they will not have understanding. Hearing, they will hear, but they cannot comprehend. Are we together? I, I'm loving the questions from today. Bring it on. I need I need two more questions so that I can call it a night. Questions, please. Because questions help us to open up. See now, the person that asks the question, everybody is getting blessed by that question. That's the goal of it. Amen? On Clubhouse, do you have any questions? Yes. Um, earlier on, early on, you spoke about the comforter. My yeah. understanding of the word comforter, mm. I've applied in an elementary way. So the way you, when you when you highlighted the word comforter this evening, I was like, wow. So what is oh. the context of that word comforter? That the Holy Spirit is our comforter. It's very deep. 
I don't want to touch it today. I'll try and treat it this month uh, because it's deep. It's deeper than there's no small way I can explain. If I touch it, I start to open and open, but it's deeper than than uh, it's deeper than just comfort. You get what I'm saying? It's deeper than comfort. Let me just give you a scripture that can help you begin to navigate. Okay. Isaiah, where is that scripture? Um, Isaiah chapter 50, what? Uh, Isaiah chapter 52, verse 9. Okay. Isaiah 52, 9, break forth into joy, sing together, ye waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He had redeemed Jerusalem, right? It's, it's a deep scripture, but I'm just going to, I won't fall for that trap to enter into it. Break forth into joy. Someone that is telling you sorry, would they have, can you tell someone sorry enough that they're going to joy? Can you do that? No. <laughs> well, he said, break forth into joy. Sing together, ye waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He had redeemed Jerusalem. So comfort comes with redemption. The deep thing. I don't uh, let me not go beyond this one. <laughs> I'll fall into that trap. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for the questions. Question is coming from one quarter. <laughs> Glory to God. Someone is asking, does first Corinthians 620 have to do with sexuality? Yes. And it's more than just, you know, when it says honor God with your bodies, you know, take care of your body. Um Glorify God with your body, you know, yes, the sex part, the things you drink, the things you eat, you defile your body is a temple. The Holy Ghost dwells there. It needs to be holy. It needs clean, cleanliness. You, you need to dwell in God's presence, fellowship with him. You get what I'm talking about? Fellowship with him, right? And, 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 and you, you, you get to do great things. things together with the Lord. Okay? Thank you. Any other question? Any other question for the day? Before, as, as usual, I'll call three people. People will know. And you can't hide. Everybody's playing before me. Like the scripture I read. Why well, have I not heard their voice since? Mary Jane on Clubhouse. Mute your mic. I know you're with me. I'm asking, <laughs> what have you picked up from the word today? Sorry? What have you picked up? What have you learned today entering into the rest of God? What have you learned today? I'm a teacher, that's how I do. Oh, God. 
Hallelujah. I didn't hear anything. Oh. Did you say something? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for sharing. Angela, good to see you here. Join us today. God bless you. For the name of Jesus. Um, Natalie, Natalie, I haven't heard your voice in Bible study before. Natalie. Ah, okay. I was fear. I said, I called your name and you disappeared. I was like, whoa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. You see why it's good if I if I don't call your names now, I won't be enjoying this uh, great uh, perspective. Uh, um Natalie, where's Natalie? She disappeared Hi. as well. I'm here. No, I'm here. Good evening. Okay. Did you not Good evening. Disappear? Good evening. <laughs> no, I'm not here. 
Um, I don't have any questions for now, but I, I think I did definitely learn a lot. Um, primarily that entering into this requires your faith mm -hmm. and that you can't enter into that place of rest if you have mm -hmm. unbelief or any doubt yeah. in your heart, mm -hmm. um, as well as the fact that if you harden your heart, then that mm -hmm. will actually prevent you from being able to enter into mm -hmm. the place of rest. And also about the fact that we should be constantly keeping our eyes open and being sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is also saying to us. So in a sense, we have, even though, you know, it's a place of grace, we do have a role to play mm -hmm. in entering mm -hmm. that place. Um, and that's important. So that's what I've learned. Amazing. Wow. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Jess, can you talk? Oh, precious. Hi, Jess. Okay, you're still at work. Okay, I understand. Ah, precious Holy Spirit. I want us to pray. Um, then I'll, I'll come to you, um, Shola. Um, a lot of things were happening as, as the people were speaking. Um, God is bringing restoration your way. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God is bringing restoration. I want us to lift our voice and just begin to pray. With the words that you've heard, the Holy Ghost will begin to amplify the words into your heart so that you begin to know, you begin to navigate the path that you should adjust. You know, from the scripture we read in Hebrews chapter 4, Said the reason why they could not enter into rest is unbelief. They did not mix the words they received with faith. Okay? So those are blockages. Then hardness of heart. Said you have a high priest, so you don't have to be worrying. You have someone interceding for you. And from Isaiah 49, we saw that even though a young mother will forget her sucking child, said he will not forget you. He said, your walls, he has engraved your name in the palm of his hands. Your walls are everly before him. So some of you will have to repent for the consistent worry. You have been constantly worried. Like it's almost every day you need to tick your mark of worry. Say, I've worried, have I worried enough today? Yes, then you go to sleep. You have to repent of that worry because he that keepeth you neither slumbers nor sleep. And that worry is a sign of unbelief. That worry is a sign that you don't believe him. Amen? It's a sign that you don't believe. So I want you to lift your voice and begin to repent for the times where you worry as if he's not there. You do not have a high priest who is not moved by the feelings of your infirmities. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy when you need mercy, and then you'll find the grace you require in time of need. Hallelujah. You understand that prayer? So begin to repent for the times where you have worried, the times where you have, you have, you have, you have tried to find your own way, even though he's made a way for you. Let's lift our voice and begin to pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for your people. Thank you for your word that has been spoken over them. Barandoski vrenishki palado siti kiti kitia. Elegrandoski paradia kasos teredish. Teredish teredish. Kalakosi fendi kabandoski bando o siti ligada. Elegras kuvrashki zigi dia grandoski belegedegede. Ora pasu fretishke pele kanko uskitiligrafia. Lezusa pratishke bende eskitikitikitia. Arandoshke zikiti krandoshke zili brana zefenia kapata. Leboko bande eletishke bene kosia katia. Lord, on behalf of your people, we just come to repent. As the Holy Ghost is showing me that many of you have grieved him in terms of this regard, that when he speaks words to you, you don't believe it, you, you, you push his word out. You, 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 doubt, you find strength in doubting him. I don't know how you do that, but you have grieved him many times when he's speaking to you that I've got you covered, but you, you don't, you, you, you're focusing on the things that you see around and you're trying to, 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 to draw faith from sight. Praise God. He said, faith comes by hearing and hearing from it, the word of God. So I want you to lift your voice and just begin to repent for every time that you have grieved the Holy Spirit. Say you are sorry for every time that you have grieved him. Every time that you have grieved him, you are sorry. Every time that you have doubted, every time that you have worried, like he's not responsible enough to take care of you. Father, on behalf of your people, we come and we say we are sorry, Lord Jesus. Brando kubania kabanos, idilibrandos kibratish kebele kaso kumba asteketia zazuzuka bina bara koshe dilibana makonia kabada kosi. Lord, we say, have mercy, Lord, mercy. We come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy, Lord, mercy, for the time that we have doubted. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. I hope we are praying. As we're praying, I, I, I was looking at the scenario. Amen. And I was looking at the scenario. I saw giants walking away. They, they, they were in a formation holding themselves about one, two, three, four. They, they, they were put, each one, his hand was in one shoulder, shoulder upon shoulder, in a formation, and they were walking away. And the Lord is saying, the things that have troubled you have departed. Amen. They have departed. Amen. They have departed. They have departed. Amen. Look, for some Amen. of you, all you need Amen. is just increase in knowledge. All you need is increase in knowledge. As you upgrade your knowledge, things will fall away from your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now that scripture says, we labor to enter into that rest. I'm going to pray. With the words that you have heard, 
We're going to ask God, every doubt, unbelief, hardness of heart, take it away from me. He said, I will give them a heart of flesh. Take away the heart of stone. You're going to lift your voice. Every hindrance that will prevent you from entering into the rest of God. Father, help me take it away from my life. In the name of Jesus. Let's lift our voices and pray. Mako fatalia dambo kubene. Zari dari 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 dari. Raba kozig zangre tishki bangoske tila. Grako pesifretia. Everything that will hinder you from entering into the rest of God, everything that will hinder you from entering into that rest, Lord, take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. In the name of Jesus, take it away, my God. Take it away. By the power of your spirit, everything that will prevent me from entering into the rest of God that you have spoken the rest that you have said, Lago Bababa, Rago Bababa, Le Comba, Kashike Sia, Ronje Kretishki, Palako Sikititi, the Gongo Koshekatia, Zavose Kretishki, Palakon, the Ekitikata, Rako Sendeba, Meregediabana, Elebongo Rosti Verdicus, Le Katasco, Sekitina, everything that will hinder you, Koshekedia, break it off. Break it off my life, break it off my family, everything. Lord, I seize from my rest. I seize from my labor, my works. I seize and I enter into your rest by the power of God's spirit. That rest. According to the word of the Lord, I enter into that rest. I enter into that rest. Oh Lord, I enter. I enter, Lord. I enter into your rest. I enter into your rest. You said this is my month of rest, Lord. I enter into your rest by the power of the Holy Ghost. I enter Grodo Shekina, Mekone Makana, Makosu Kutuku Barea, Leka Sukre Dishke Bendo Kosia. I enter into my rest. Come and lift your voice and enter, people. Enter into your rest. So you see from your labor, from your labor, I enter into the rest of God. In Jesus' precious name we pray. In Jesus' precious name we pray. I should proceed. Oh, sorry. Let me get my um, 
the zoom is disconnected. Let me get it back. There is a the zoom connected. In Jesus, precious name, we pray. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Now, therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace, obtain mercy, and find grace to help in time of need. Let us do what? come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. I'm going to pray. The Lord, in this season of my life, I come. In the areas you require mercy, ask for mercy. But what you majorly need for this is grace. What you need in this season is grace. In this new season of my life, the grace I require, let it be supplied. Let's lift our voices and pray. In this season, in the name of Jesus, grace I require, let it be supplied. Let it be supplied, Jesus. What I need is grace. What I need is grace. What I need is grace. My God, supply your grace. Let grace be supplied in the name of Jesus. Let the grace require show me the unique Let me supply by the power Let it be supplied. Let the grace be supplied by the power of the Holy Ghost. Grace that is required is supplied. Let the grace required be supplied. The grace required is supplied. The grace required is supplied. The grace required is supplied. Let the grace required be supplied. Grace for this season. Let it be supplied. Grace for this season. Let it be supplied. Oh, I need grace to come on your voice. I need grace, Lord. I need grace to enter into rest. We need grace to show me, Lord. We need grace to enter into rest. We need grace, Lord. Let it be Jesus. Let it be Jesus. Let it be Jesus. The grace I need to be supplied. 
In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Some of you, you can see me smelling myself, right? There's, a, there's an aroma. I just came, the perfume that this is not my perfume. That's on me right now. I've been able to enter this measure sometimes. But the, the, the thing, it smells like rose. So strong on me. This is not my problem. And when you see that happen, it's a manifestation of the spirit. Sometimes the angels can just sprinkle that. Sometimes the rose of Sharon is around. It's a scripture where you begin to smell it. It's, it's heavy on me. This is not my perfume. So heavy, my God. Woo! Hallelujah. There's a measure that is released. An atmosphere. Oh my God, it's getting stronger. Some of you can tap into this measure. And just you can begin to just this is strong, my God. So good. Jesus. Is grace. Grace, 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 grace. For some of you, it's a prophetic word, it's a prophetic sign. 
And the Lord is saying, it's changing your perception in the realm of the spirit. You understand that word? Can you hear me clearly? Yes, sir. God is giving yes, this, this prophetic sign. He says, your perception in the realm of the spirit is being changed. You know, if you have, if you smell terribly, people avoid you. But if you smell good, you are attracted. What? Ah, thank you. I got it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, are you with me on Zoom? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Lord just explained to me. It's called favor. Hallelujah. That's what I'm smelling on me. Because he, he took me to scripture and showed me. Hear this. Hear this. Oh, my goodness. He, he took me to scripture and I saw a lady called Esther. She was taken by the chamberlain, soaked in perfume until the perfume was natural for her. And by the time, the smell is getting stronger. This favor, hear this, hear this, people, hear this. It's a prophetic sign. And as Adassa walked out and the king set his eyes on her, what the king did not know was that he also smelled her. Ooh, he's stronger. He's stronger around me. Levendo, Cooper, the cushion. You're feeling what you're feeling, it, right? Receive this measure. This place is getting so strong, like it's getting, it's, it's getting stuffed. Lacobetia. It's called favor. The king saw her and he perceived, he perceived the aura that she walked in. He said, the beauty project is over. Everybody go. This is my wife. That's what the Lord just explained to me now. Favor. He's so strong on me, my God. Of you begin to feel the presence of God on you as a sign of what it is. Lift your hands if you can. I release this measure over you now. Let this favor receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive favor. Receive favor. So as I'm speaking, it's getting stronger all around this place now. The favor of God, the aroma, the sweet smell. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. As I'm speaking, it's getting stronger. This week, enter the greatest measure of favor you have ever seen. Amen. Men will fall over themselves to favor you. Where you have been rejected before, where you have been rejected before, the aroma, the fragrance of heaven is upon you. Go! The door shall open unto you. 
Amen. You know, if this makes Amen. sense, I'm beginning to taste the smell. And, 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 and I'm tasting it. It's strong. Ah, they are, come and smell around here. If you, I don't know if you can smell it because it's, ooh, it's beautiful. I'm tasting it now. I'm tasting it. I'm tasting it. Favor, like never before, is upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. Ah, that is a spiritual smell. I like it. I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> it's so strong. Like, ah, my God. Father, we receive this measure. We re let it be regular, Lord. As the angels just keep pouring this, this fragrance over us. Wherever you are, receive that touch. It is not customized for me. I've told you, whatsoever comes upon me, comes upon you as you are connected. Receive it, 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 receive it. Favor. For some of you, before today is over, you will see the manifestation of this favor. Putting your name in the heart of people. It may look like a dream, but you will see the, the spiritual reality. <laughs> yes. uh, this morning, the vision I share with my wife, I saw so many angels. I saw them physical like this in the vision. So many different measures. Different. All of them were in front of me like I was looking at them. I said, hey! And I didn't have understanding of what the Lord was showing me. But as, we come, as I was coming back, in prayer, the Holy Ghost said, these angels were walking on behalf of Sumi. Some of them were coming down, they were descending in a formation, plain before my eyes, like not spiritual. Coming down, some of them were moving, some of them had glory on them. And the Holy Ghost said, that they were doing activities on those are angels working on behalf of Sumi. So, this is so strong here. Is there anybody feeling the presence of God very strong on them? Quickly, quickly. Are you feeling the presence of God, the power of God strong on you? Anybody like that? Anybody like that? Because the Holy Ghost is letting me know that what's happening here is happening somewhere. Eki, can you describe can you describe what it is that's happening where you are? Comfort. Um, okay, so I just feel heat, heat like within. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Anybody feeling the, the intensity? Okay. Ooh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, you feel you feel goosebumps. You feel your 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 physical body reacting to spiritual activity. The Lord said I should stay up this atmosphere, and many of you will literally feel the power of God. Are you ready for that? Ooh, Rakoshia. Where is Shala? You smell roses. Yes, you did. Amazing. That's it. That's it. That's it right there. Roses for a brief time. My wife also did for a brief time. That's it. That's it right there. It's heavy here. The Holy Ghost said, what's happening here is happening somewhere. Where is Shola? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Naya, you did too. 
Where is it for Naya? Use your voice. Yes, sir. He also brought to mind one day I went to a house and I honestly didn't know the smell of roses until that day. So I was like, why is this place smelling so good? Then I went to close to that um, where they were planted in that house. So as, as I was perceiving it, he just brought that picture to mind and then you started talking about fragrance. Like, really? Before I started? Wow. Confirmation. Yes. People, are you, are you, you understand why I say our regular Bible study is like a school of the spirit? Because the, the reality of the spirit of God is, is, is revealed. Amen? Shall I get set? The hand of God is going to come upon you now. The Lord says, stir up the atmosphere. The power of God is going to come heavily upon some of you here. My prophet Just lift your hands. Remember, do not resist. Do not resist. Don't harden your heart. On Clubhouse too, there's no distance in the spirit. Open your heart. Precious Holy Ghost. Move in the midst of your people. Let the power of the Holy Spirit touch heavenly now. Now, Jesus. Now. Now, Lord. I stir it up. I stir it up. I stir it up. Stir it up. I stir it up. I stir it. I stir it up. I stir it up. I stir it up. I stir up that fire. 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 I stir it up. Upa feta, dele, doza, teshu, zaku, peku, tile, naso, kando, kita, pato, kele, fata, zida, rado, zigro, zinge, tile, mona, fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire right now begin to spread in this place. The fire of God's spirit. I see the hand of God resting upon somebody right now. Your body is shaking and vibrating right now. Receive that touch from God now. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Touch, touch, Lord. Touch, 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 touch in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive it in the name of, ooh, a, a stronger wave just came now. Father, Lord, multiply this, oh God, in the homes of these people, wherever they are. Let, let them begin to experience it as the reality of the Spirit. For some of you, this will be the first time you are touching this kind of thing. But this opening, activating your spiritual senses. Someone, someone, your left hand is burning up right now. Your left hand is burning up by the Spirit. His hand, oh, I see the angels move. Ooh, I see the angels moving, 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 moving. Kaboko bede, dali grasune makatish kebele. Oof, rakashi tekesia. Receive, receive it, receive it. That touch now. The power of the Holy Ghost is upon you mightily. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 
Thank you, precious Father. Shola, oof, to the anointing so strong. Are you ready for that? Yes, yes. Can you please lift your hands? I see the Lord restoring the years to you. I see the Lord restoring the years to you, precious Holy Spirit. The hour is coming. You said this is hard day. And your word says in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, it shall come to pass in that day that the burden shall be lifted from off your shoulders, the yoke from off your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Amen. The Lord is helping me understand that truly the burdens you have carried alone for long, you are about to experience rest. Amen. The struggles that you have had is bringing you comfort. So that question you asked, you, your life will experience it. Amen. Where he, he comforts the waste places. How? Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. The wilderness be torn to a fruitful field. He drags you until you become productive as a forest. That's the comfort Amen. ministry of the Spirit. He will comfort your waste places in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. The Holy Amen. Ghost said, from this day, you will begin to see the reality of the kingdom. For Amen. there are many mysteries that you try to comprehend. But one of the signs is what is happening right now. And he's releasing that reality into you now. Your world is about to change. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at the environment you are. I'm watching it in black and white. And then from the top, is a, a, a shade is coming right now. And then the picture is being converted from black and white to color. Amen. Your life will become colorful. Amen. <laughs> Ah, Marco Fetia Kato. Thank God the recording of this will be available. You will come back to this message and see the reality of God's spirit. Amen. I lay my hands on you in the spirit. There's no distance in the spirit. And I release a fresh impartation of the Holy Ghost over you now. Amen. Take it now. Touch. The name of Jesus. Eyes that see, ears that hear. Out of your bed shall flow gushers of living waters. Amen. Your waters will quench the thirst of the nation. Amen. Grace is what you need. So receive that grace now. There's an anointing, there's a transfer. From my hands right now coming into the ooh, into the screen and coming into your life. The hand of God will shift you. David Amen. said, By the Lord, I moved through troops. He jumped heights that could not be imagined. The Lord is about to make your life make sense. Uh, Amen. 
the days of confusion are gone. Amen. Your new reality is the hand of God with you. Your ears will be open. You will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit speak to you and bring directions to your heart. In the name of Jesus. Bless you with the blessing of the Lord. And I welcome you into your new season. Your season of rest. You'll begin to move by the energy of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you. Thank you so much. How many of you felt the hand of God upon you quickly? You felt that that touch. You felt it. Um, okay, you did. Uh, can can you describe, uh, Omolola? Can you describe quickly what you felt? I need to, I need to test these things. Omolola, go ahead. Uh, like shock, like throughout mm. the right side of my body, my legs just kept shaking. Like shock, I can still feel it down my right leg, and at some point I felt it in my right hand as well. Mm. Praise God, praise God. Abby, go ahead, please. It, 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 it. <laughs> um, like weight, uh, uh, a weight, and uh, a uh, fine, you know. What I what I felt was like you know being worn something you know that like um the, there's a, an atmosphere like an atmosphere but not not in a bad kind of heaviness but you know there's just there's just a presence here that, that's where I am now and um, it's just it's just awesome you know it's just awesome. Before this started, um, what the thing is that if you can come with an empty cup, mm. you know, I will feel it. Mm. You know, that, that was the word he gave me for the service. If you can come with an empty cup, you know, I will feel it. And I'm just, I'm so, you know, so awed by the place this evening. Just... Thank you, Jesus. Chizwa, can you can you can you describe what you felt? It is in every room. So it's just like um a presence, an overwhelming presence that was just moving um around where um I'm sitting, and then I was just smelling the um roses, like it's so I can still smell it. My goodness, it is my clothes are literally soaked. I'm never going to wash this clothes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Olu Yemisi, tell me what you what you saw. It was it was just like a gentle breeze. Mm. Like the presence. 
of the Holy Spirit. It was just like a presence of the Holy Spirit while we were praying. Thank you, Lord. Antonia, tell me, tell me, tell me what happened to you. Oh my God, the reality of the supernatural. Uh, um, okay, for me, I really don't know how to describe it, but it felt like something came over me and I could smell the rose for like a second mm. or so. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Kayade. Yeah, so I was driving and I literally had to check where the smell was coming from. You know, there's no air freshener in the vehicle. You know, and right about um, time I got into the house, started to feel a certain taste, you know, uh, at the, from the back of the truth. Mm. You know, started to feel a certain taste, you know, down to the tip of the tongue and incredible. So it's not just the figment of my imagination. <laughs> my goodness. Jess says, I feel goosebumps all over my body. My God. On uh, Clubhouse, anybody uh, feeling the hand of God on them? Smelling or testing anything? Anybody? Uh, I, I felt a wave go through my ears. Hmm. Mm. Go through your ears. And it, yes, through it, and it's mm. like the sound of, uh, like, like. Kind of, I can't even describe it. It, it was kind of like felt like an electric wave just goes through my ears. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What? What and the what Lord? I to say, okay, go ahead. Pastor, see what I wanted to say that everything, everything that you said to me, everything that I prayed about mm. is what you were telling me. Everything, everything I prayed about. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Ah, the reality of the spirit. On Clubhouse, Mary Jane, Mayowa, Angela, Kelvin, did you feel the hand of God? It's funny you said you smell something because um, before I joined the room all day today, um, I was smelling like a rose smell everywhere <laughs> when I was smelling and I couldn't understand what it was. But it's not the old day today. Wow. What is God doing in our midst, my God? <laughs> Angela, go ahead, please. I, I, I was nearly, was nearly putting me to sleep. So it was just, I felt, a, it felt like a, I was just cold for a minute, like mm. a shiver. <laughs> I, like, wow. a, like a shiver. Okay. And, and I, I literally had to bring a blanket to say, why am I shivering? Why mm. am I shivering? Mm. And it was just when you were saying the smell and the breeze. And mm. I felt, and I had to pause and realize that I wasn't shivering mm. because of anything. Mm. It was it was it was just you know quite intense. My God. God bless you. Thank you for sharing that. Ooh, Mary Jane, my aura. Um, 
so for me, I think it was just it was just peace. Mm. Like it was was it was just peace. It was a lot of peace. Mm. Mm. Mary J, clarity is coming to you on a, a particular subject. Clarity. Confusion is taken away from your mind. You are not confused. Let your eyes open now to see clearly what you need to see. Let perspective, let knowledge, let memories begin to serve you the right information. That which looked like a smoke that was surrounding your mind that causes you to not reason properly by the wind of the spirit. I blow it away now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Enter into that rest by the power of God's spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My Amen. Can you speak? Can I hear you? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I said for me, numbness. You said you felt numbness. Where? In your hand, yeah, yeah. That's the anointing. Mm. Praise God. Jess, can you speak now? Hello, everyone. Yes, I can uh, speak. Go ahead. Well, for me, it was just a lot of goosebumps everywhere and chills. I felt a lot of chills in my body. I still feel them. Um, and for a brief moment, I could smell roses and it brought me back to my grandmother mm. amazing amazing so with that gentleness you know and that smell from i don't know it just reminded me of my grandma when i was a kid she loved her perfume with it was just a perfume of roses and my the same scent so good so good so good thank you so much for sharing is it he Go ahead. Izehi. Am I pronouncing your name properly? Izehi. Unmute your mic. Izehi. Hello, everyone. Hello. Good evening, Pastor. Uh, I'm at work, but I can't really talk. That's why I'm kind of quiet. Okay, okay. Well, you typed already what you felt. Yeah. Okay. So you were smelling the rose too. Amazing. What's the correct pronunciation of your name? Yes. Izehi. 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 Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. yeah. Hallelujah. So that's my girl. <laughs> Naya, well done. Benny, go ahead. I felt a very cool, almost icy. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, when you told us to lift our hands up, and, you know, I was closing my eyes all of a sudden I felt like I felt into very icy like Ben we can't hear you clearly or speak louder. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 
loud and clear. Okay. So while you told us to lift our hands, I just felt um, a very cold feeling from my mm. feet to my knees, as if mm. I stepped into very icy cold um, stream and the, the, the AC was not on, the phone was not on. So I opened my eyes to see and it was just very, very instant, mm. like very sudden. That's what I felt. Amazing. Praise God. Why am I spending time to confirm these things? It's not because I, I, I'm not aware that these things happen. Just so that you hear and become comfortable in the reality of the things of the Spirit. You understand? Praise God. Oh, oh okay. Praise God. Oh, okay. Um, Choma. Hello, Chama. Yes. Did you feel anything? I am here. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Did you feel anything, smell anything? I didn't smell anything, but I felt a very strong sense to go to sleep. Amazing. I didn't think of it at like until somebody said they felt chilled and they, they were falling asleep. I'm actually still trying to wake up from it. So I didn't understand what it was. Like, why is everybody feeling something and me, I'm falling asleep? So <laughs> you know why? <laughs> that's what I felt why. like hovering between consciousness and and me. Let me tell you why. God okay. supplying, you know that scripture, take the grace you need. Have you been struggling with sleep lately? No, not really. Okay. So if there's a need for I you... I just could not understand why I was going to hovering between that. No, okay. But well, I was still like praying why this was happening. So I don't yeah. understand. Okay. Sometimes when God wants to show you something, uh, remember Job chapter 14, verse 22, if I'm not mistaken, where he said that um, uh, God speaketh once twice, yet man perceived it not, but in the because of the busy activities, but in the middle of the night, when deep sleep calls, God comes and seals your instructions. Many times when I pray, I receive um, just a little nod. Once I just mm, have seen something, now when I start to write, what I saw in that little instance, when I start to write it out, it can take me like 20 to 30 minutes. You get what I'm saying? So it's, uh, yes, that's what Abby is explaining. It is the rest mm -hmm. of God in your life. Sleep is what describes rest. So God is trying to show you, you have entered into a season of rest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The rest God for you. Praise God. So many confirmations. We give God Hallelujah. praise. Give God praise tonight. Gide, how are you? Good evening. Good evening. Did you join early or you joined late? I joined late. My network was uh, and I was like, uh, okay, okay. Just be conscious and then praise God. So, um, many, many more testimonies are already coming in already on, on the chat, but I just needed you to see 
that these things that we're talking about is real. It's the reality. Okay, yeah, you may doubt what I'm telling you I'm feeling, but when you start to sense it yourself, then you know that <laughs> there's no way I can come to your location and try to influence your atmosphere so that you don't doubt through unbelief. Hallelujah. Uh, finally, um, Adenike. Adenike, finally. As we hear from you last. Before we, I pray and close. Has it been a wonderful... This is my first Bible study since my ordination. First Bible study since my ordination. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Glory! New grace has come. Hi, Adenike. How are you? Thank you, sir. Okay, so I was um, I was a bit distracted actually because mm. I I actually stepped out to get something, mm. but on getting back to the house, like when I got to the entrance, as mm. I was about to enter the house, that was when I smelled, I I, I perceived like an aroma, but mm. but then it was then you mentioned the smell of a the rose, yeah. Roses. Everybody literally. Yeah, that was me that, oh, that's actually the smell of roses. Oh. That's so good. I'm literally Hello? there. Hello, can you hear me, Nika? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I no, guess no. my network freezed at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Say repeat, repeat. Okay. I said I stepped out of the house, mm. like when, during the teaching. So mm. on getting back, when I got to the entrance of the house, as I was about to enter, I perceived like an aroma. Mm. But then it didn't occur to me that it was roses. So as as I got as I was about to enter, that was when you mentioned it. So okay. that was when it occurred to me that oh, the aroma I perceived is actually of roses. Then again, I think you, you at some point you mentioned um, the smell of a perfume. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I I did not, um, and you you actually said you you could taste it in your mouth or something yes yes so yeah so i also felt that taste in my mouth though i didn't perceive the i didn't perceive the the perfume but i could actually feel like a taste in my mouth like i don't know because i've had like some instances where i've maybe mistakenly i've, I've tasted like a perfume so i know the feeling yeah Yes, yes. Of what it is in your tongue, something. Yeah, so I felt that was what I felt. Thank you so much for sharing. And then again, today's, today's teaching has, is actually, I don't know, it's timely. Because mm. the, earlier today, I, I don't know, I was just happy. I was joyous mm. all, this, all through this morning. And I find myself singing and praising and all that. I was just basking in God's presence. Then I did some application today. I, I know we had a discussion on Saturday. And yeah. So I, I did some, I applied for something today. Okay. So I was like, okay, 
But then I was still joyous and all. Then in the evening, I just got the email that, I'm sorry, we cannot move on with your application and all that. So I don't know, at some point, I don't know, a thought just came to my mind that, um, so what exactly are you going to do with your life? Like what next are you going to do with your life? So I immediately, instantly, I realized that I started attacking attacking that voice, that thought, yeah. God's word. And yeah, we, and I started saying the word of God over my life. Mm. That is words over my life will not fail. If God has said it, then he will bring it to pass. Because my God yeah. does not does not specialize in abandoned projects. So he's not going to save my life. Come so on this now. is just so timely. So, 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 so timely. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. I accept your thankfulness. <laughs> Praise God. Thank God for that. Thank you for this exactly. word. Um, um, Abby, Christ adds himself to our prayers tonight and always to be the incense for a sweet smelling savour to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, let's lift our voice, give him thanks. It's been a wonderful time in his presence with a manifestation. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2, 4, my and preaching were not done with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and the power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. You've seen God's spirit demonstrated here tonight. Almost everybody was able to smell the roses. I wake up and there's still roses on my shirt. I'm going to hang it next to this frame, you see. Nobody's going to wash it. I'm this is my sacrifice of roses. <laughs> but it's just a sign, you know. This sign shall follow them that believe. So this, this, this is our daily reality up in here. I will just bless God. Father, we just thank you for everyone that has been able to participate and join in, in listening to your word, entering into the rest of God. Father, you have declared that this month is our month of rest. I pray right now by the power of your spirit, that we enter fully into the rest of God in the name of Jesus, that we'll cease from our own labor, we'll cease from our daily struggles by the power of your spirit. Everything that represents struggle in each and everyone's life, we push back by the power of the Holy Ghost. We resist right now in the name of Jesus. For he said in Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, uh, he said, for there you shall find rest for your soul. I pray this month you will find rest for your soul by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we just give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you for the manifestation of the Spirit. Thank you for the privilege for our spiritual senses being heightened to be able to smell what you're doing and taste what you're doing. You say, taste and see that the Lord is good. Thank you for the smell of the roses. It makes our life beautiful. Thank you for favor that has come upon us. That as we go this week, we experience the favor of God. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. And the people of God say, big amen. 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 amen.